was asking uh, Jason earlier about uh, Wayne Gallman and his his ability to kind of get yards. You know, he doesn't he falls forward all the time. He gets tough yards and kind of like how much do you value that ability in a running back and how how like valuable is it to have that? You know, where they don't they're not gonna you know they're always gonna fall forward. They're not gonna lose yards if they can't. Yeah, Wayne's really done a good job of running aggressive for us, and he's definitely doing that falling forward as you as you reference. That really comes to me from just his will and effort at the end of the run to play through contact, keep his legs driving, and push for that extra yard. You know, the biggest thing he's really shown improvements on, you know, is playing with a good pad level and ball security and driving through to make sure he just drives that extra yard. And that's something you have a concern with any player early in training camp, especially of making sure they can go ahead and keep fighting throughout the play without exposing the ball. And he's done a good job at this point of really improving on that. And I'm really happy with the way Wayne's playing. You know, that being said, the offense line's done a tremendous job of opening gaps and getting it downhill. Our tight end's done a nice job blocking for it. And then obviously the way that, you know, Daniel in the past games played opens up some of the run game as well, that when they overplay the box, the quick game and the shots down the field have been there as well for us. We've capitalized lately on those. Thanks. Bro. Hey, Joe. Uh, just wanted to get a status uh, report or whatever you can give on Daniel Jones, or how he came through uh, his work with the trainers yesterday and what he might be able to do, if anything, on the field today. Yeah, so we had positive reports on him yesterday. Obviously, you know, we've got to kind of see a little bit more from him today. The plan is to get him out there with the trainers, move him around a little bit, throw a little bit, see where that progresses to, what that allows him to do later in practice today, or maybe what that shows we can do with him tomorrow. So, again, there's still a lot of questions, more so than answers right now. I know he's doing everything he can to get back and be with the team. He's preparing tirelessly. He's in the building. He's doing everything he can like it would be any other day. Um, so I know mentally where he's at. We just got to check physically where he's at and make sure we make the right decision for him. And is there Hey, Joe, I know you're you're completely dialed into Sunday in Seattle and whatnot, but I, we, we spoke to uh, Saquon a little earlier this morning, and uh, I just was curious, in the time that you've gotten to know him, uh, he was very adamant about his confidence of coming back, you know, as, as good or better than ever when we spoke to him. Um, knowing how you've seen him work, uh, do you have any doubt in that? And as a follow-up, is there any part of you that feels a little deprived not to have been able to coach him playing this year, you know, as good as you've known him as, a, as an opponent, as opposing, excuse me, as opposing coach. Yeah, I think without question, you want to have any player like Saquon on the field for you at all times. I mean, that goes without saying. I would say this, though, you know, watching him go through adversity as a young player in this league this year really has showed me a lot about this guy as a person and the value he really brings to your team. You know, besides just being on the field and running with the ball. Look, this guy could have easily cashed it out you know, dropped his head and said, woe is me. And this guy's coming with a good attitude every day to do his rehab, to stay on track, to be there for his teammates, to continue being the captain and the leader that they selected him to be. And he's done a tremendous job of that. You know, look, I want to be fair to this guy in terms of long term. I'm not in his body, and physically I don't know how he feels. And I don't have any kind of a timetable, you know, that I think he should be on. To me, the medical team and the trainers can really work with him and kind of had that step progression going along the way of, of marks he needs to hit. I just know that when he's ready to come back physically, I want to make sure that we put him in a position he can go out there and play as aggressive as he, as he wants to, okay, safely, and then get out there to help himself and help the team. So, look, I'm looking forward to getting him back, okay, obviously, but I don't want to go ahead and put some kind of initial timetable on it or kind of give him any kind of, you know, external predictions or marks that he feels he has to hit. This guy, you know, puts a lot of pressure on himself to be perfect, to be the best player he can be. Obviously, we know what his, you know, talent level is. It's very, very high. This guy's been a productive player on the field now throughout his entire lifetime. So I just want to let this guy get healthy, come on back, you know, give him the opportunity to just, at his own pace, get back into playing full speed. 
you know, in the past, um, all the time, really, a game, a, a long flight to Seattle means you got to face a good team and and a rabid fan base. You know, the 12s are known. You know, you've, you've been there. You know what that deal is. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you found this year that going on the road in some ways is, is more difficult because you have to kind of bring your own enthusiasm? You know, players usually say they love to hear the other team fans give it to them there is none of that now what, what is your your experience with the road now and will it be very different in seattle which is not going to be the same as it always is so there's a couple different levels of that question um first off that that is a great place to play it's got a great fan base it has great energy in that stadium they do a tremendous job i think the one thing that really stands out about their team without the fans is they still bring a lot of natural juice themselves and you know, look, our message to our players are always, hey, listen, when we're on the road, it's up to us to stand together and bring our own energy. You know, we're still the only 11 on the field, you know, and the same team in the locker room together. So we've got to go out there and we've got to bring our own energy. Um, obviously, they're going to have a lot of energy. They always do. I just say that being said, in terms of the big picture question about, you know, no fans in the stadium. Look, I'm going to be honest with you, that's something everyone in this league misses. And anyone tells you they don't, they're lying to you bold faced. OK, so whether it's at home, you know, and they got your back or, or you're on the road and they're all against you. Either way, it's the kind of energy you really feed off of right there. And, you know, you still do have that tunnel vision when the game gets going where you zone it out and you're locked completely in that you really don't hear a lot of the noise on the outside. But even when you're so zoned in that you don't hear the noise, you still know the energy in the stadium. And the players do too on the field and on the sideline. So, look, that's a critical part of the game that we're all, you know, looking forward to getting back, hopefully sooner than later. Um, so, you know, in terms of dealing with fans, you know, Hopefully they understand how valuable they are to the game for us. You've been around the league a long time, but you haven't had much experience needing to prepare a backup quarterback. Um, what kind of challenges that present during the week, and how much do you have to alter your offense uh, to get Colt ready while also trying to get Daniel back on the field? No, I think we prepare all of our players every week to play the entire game. That's really been our mentality from the start. Every practice squad player, every young guy, everyone who may be in a starting or a backup or a situational role, we get everyone ready every week to do everything they may have to do. And Colt's been no different. He's done a tremendous job all year. You know, now while he may have had limited reps in certain weeks, he's done a great job of doing everything he can to get himself mentally and physically ready, whether that's playing against our defense, given the other team's look, or whether that's standing behind Daniel as he runs plays and getting the mental reps of declaring who the mic is, getting his drop back behind the scenes, and a lot of things you can't really see, you know, without being at practice. But every player for us, we have confidence in. We expect anyone who's at the game to give us production and perform at the level to help us have success. Joe, a simple question. If Daniel cannot play, will he travel? Uh, I plan for him to travel, yes. And, Tom, the only thing that would ever supersede that right there, to be honest with you, is if there was any issue with COVID where we thought it was a bad measure for Daniel to go or for anyone on the team to have extra players there, or if there was a situation where we thought that the flight out there would, you know, impact the injury worse, that it would, you know, go ahead and slow the recovery. So that would be the only thing. We took Saquon earlier in the year to L.A., you know, he's a captain, want him out there with the team. Same with Daniel. He's a captain. You know, obviously we're getting him ready to play right now, and we have to wait and see where his body's at. But just to give you a solid answer on that, the only thing that would slow that down would be something medically that we didn't think was to his advantage. Where's Darius Slayton at? We saw him limited, obviously, on the injury report. And Seattle's given up a lot of deep balls. He's kind of been your main deep threat. Can you guys push the ball without Darius in the lineup? Well, yeah, we have a lot of guys that we can go ahead and go deep to. I think you've seen that throughout the tape in the year. Uh, we've got a number of guys that caught the ball down the field. Uh, obviously, you know, Darius right now is working hard to get back. You're at a point in the year where everyone's got some nicks and bruises. He's managing some different things. But, you know, look, it's not too different than anything he's dealt with throughout the year. So 
we'll see where he is physically today and see how he's moving around and make decisions for him for the game going forward. But yeah, we have confidence in all of our receivers and tight ends and running backs. Hey, Joe, I mean, I'm sure like the rest of us, you'd prefer this just to be a quote unquote normal year. But is there any part of you that embraces sort of the challenges that are presented and you have to come up with sort of creative solutions? And then how do you go about coming up with those? Is there someone in the building you've really leaned on or just, you know, how does that process work? Yeah, so I'd say first off, in terms of who I've leaned on, it's been everyone possible. You know, I think it's important to use all your resource that you trust that's in the building. That's using some resources outside the building as well. You know, you want to draw on past experiences and try to find creative ways to change it up. And I think a lot of it has to do with not just having some pre-planned template, but seeing where the flow of the team is, getting feedback from your players and understanding what they need coming up to kind of best help them be prepared. Um, in terms of the whole normal year thing, look, I worked for a guy for a few years that every day I heard him say adapt or die. And that's kind of been the mentality. You know, you go into it, you, know, you expect it to be one thing, whatever comes up, you adjust. You get the players to adjust, you move forward. So sudden change is really a way that we build everything in our program in. We want to make sure that we can play on our toes, we can think on our toes, and whatever comes our way on a daily basis, we're just ready to adjust. Last one here, Pat. Hey, Joe, along those lines, I know you've created a ton of contingency plans for different things throughout this season, but playing a Wednesday game like the Ravens and Steelers just did, I mean, is that something that you can create a – contingency plan for how to how to hold a week of practice and how to conduct yourselves if that were to come to pass god forbid yeah i think what you got to look is in terms of when you find out when the game's going to be played you know if i know it's going to be on a wednesday when did we find out and i think both those teams did a tremendous job of keeping our players ready and moving and mentally locked in uh but obviously you know you've got to know there's circumstances around that when do you find out who do you have available who's the opponent is it home is it away but I think you tie into some of the other things you would do on either a shorter week, you know, like a Thursday game. Can you go ahead and abbreviate the practice week in that nature? Or is it more of a longer week, like we came off, you know, the Thursday and then went and played Tampa on that Monday night game and had a little bit of a longer week. So you want to try to draw from some of the things you've done with familiarity so it's not too much of a shock to the system of the players. But again, you just want to make sure you're adjusting in whatever they need going forward. You know, I think with those teams, and I don't want to speak for anybody else, but if it was us in that situation, it may not be so much the Wednesday game but the following game that you really got to have a solid plan for of getting your players back, getting them healthy, and how you can have them recover and then go compete in a short window going forward.